this video, I'm going to show you how WordPress can be used as a multi-user environment. Much like your computer can have several logins, WordPress also supports that. So if you're using WordPress together with a friend or colleague or other members who are all contributing to one website, they can all have their own login credentials and password so you don't have to give out your password. And um, the other funky thing that WordPress supports is that different user roles have different capabilities. So some users like an administrator can change the layout of the website, whereas others can't. That you know wouldn't be so good if you have a colleague who says, do you know what, I've redesigned your website overnight. Not such a good idea. Let's start by looking at your own profile. There are several ways to get there. Uh, the easiest one is on the right-hand side here where it says, howdy, your name. You can head over to edit my profile that takes you straight to this screen this lets you amend your information here and uh, change your password and so forth you can also get there on the left hand side in the admin interface under users all users click that and you'll see a list of everyone's profile currently i only have the one user which is me and that's always an administrator. So many WordPress websites are run as a, as a single user environment. And uh, if there's only one user, then that will always be an administrator who can do everything with the website. Double-edged sword, that is. And either you can hover over the edit button here, that gets you to the same screen that I've just shown you, or you can head over to users, your profile, and that will also get you there. So several ways to reach Rome there. And the first thing that springs to mind here is the admin color scheme. If you don't like the way this is presented, you can change it. You now have eight variations that at the click of a tick box here can make your admin interface look just a little bit different. This comes, I find this comes in handy uh, not so much because I like the color purple, but because if you work across several websites, perhaps a live version, perhaps a, um, a development version, you can color them differently so you know exactly what type of website you're working with. There are several other things that I'll let you explore on your own. The uh, most important ones here are your name. The username is, is set, so you can't change that, but you can enter your first name and your last name. So let me do that here. First name and last name. And you also have a nickname. So the nickname by default is your username, but you can also change that to something else. And when you do, you can pick what you'd like your name to be displayed as. It depends on the theme if and where that happens. So in 2013, we don't have an author byline here. Some themes say, um, you know, time of the post and the uh, category, and they'll say by author so-and-so. 2013 doesn't have that, uh, but it has something well, you know, close to it. If I go into the single post, it will tell me on the bottom here, logged in as J versus Lewis. And if you would like to change that, you head over to this dropdown and you say, well, maybe I'd like to just be known as Jay. And then hit update profile. And then as soon as you hit update on the front page, it just says logged in as Jay. And this is the same principle as what would happen if you'd had an author byline here. At the bottom here, you can change your email address and you can enter your website. This is sometimes displayed depending on, on the theme. If you leave a comment, the link of your own name would link to your website in that case. And about yourself, again, this depends on the theme. Sometimes at the bottom of posts, 
it will say Jay is a comic superhero who would like to bungee jump one day or whatever your biography is. And that is, you know, you put that in here. But it, again, it depends on the theme if this is being shown or not. And last but not least, there's the password field. So if you feel the need to change your password, then this is where you can do it. You also have a password strength indicator that will go up and down depending on how strong your password is. And one handy feature that's been introduced recently is the button on the bottom here, lock out of all other sessions. Now sometimes you log into WordPress and then you just leave the computer maybe at work or something, you, uh, you're at a friend's house, you're at a different office and you just leave the computer, you close the browser, technically you're still locked in. And if you find out half an hour later, you think, well, I haven't actually locked out of WordPress. It was never really possible to do that. But now you can, you just click this button and then all other sessions apart from this one will be locked out. Very handy. You may have noticed that at the top here, you have this little gray man icon and that's called an avatar and you can't change that. In fact, when people leave comments on your blog, they're usually assigned avatars unless they have their own. And let me explain how this works. This depends on the email address that's associated with your account. So right now I've got this one here, user at domain.com and that's not really associated with anything. When I say associated, it's a service that's run by the same people that make WordPress. It's called gravatar.com and you can log in there with your wordpress.com credentials or you can create a new profile and associate a certain email address that you have to verify with a certain picture and when you do that something like this comes up and the good thing is you only have to register once as soon as you leave a comment with the same email address that gravatar is automatically added to that website Here's an example of how this works on a live website of mine. If you scroll to the bottom, there are currently two comments and this user and myself, we've both filled out our Gravatar profiles. So therefore we get to see a little icon here and we get to see the same icon up here in WordPress. It makes it just that little bit more personal and you know very much recognizable across many websites. So let's head back to users and all users and create a new user. You can either do that from up here, just next to users, click the add new button, or there's another handy link to the very same function under users add new. And when you do that, you're being asked for a username. So I'll just call mine new user perhaps, and uh, an email which is required because WordPress needs to communicate with that user if there's new comments or you know whatever's happened. Not a very strong password, yet again, it is a password. At the bottom here, you have the option to send this password to the new user by email. Some people are concerned about security, so you may wanna leave that off and just send him the password and the access credentials via text message or send them separately. Or if you think, well, hey, this is, you know, it's up to him to change his password as soon as he logs in. And you just tick that and an email to this address will be sent with the credentials uh, for this new user. At the very bottom, you have the option to assign this user a role. So administrator is the one that I currently hold, which shows up all these menu items here. But uh, the lowest user role, the, the lowest capabilities are the subscriber capabilities. Depending which of these you assign to the new user, he or she has more or less power over the website. So let me start with subscriber and show you how different the back end interface looks if we log in. 
There we go. Most of the options are gone. All we can do is look at the dashboard and have the person look at their own profile. But there's really nothing else that can be done with this apart from leaving comments, uh, which we're going to discuss in a later video. There are plugins that make use of this role that uh, let users that are only only registered users are allowed to post comment on those. This is something we're going to talk about in the comments video. So uh, right now we can't really do anything. There's no new posts we can write. We can't edit posts. Um, that's the subscriber. The contributor has a few more options. So out of a sudden the posts menu item shows up here and we can have a look at all the posts on the website, but we can't currently edit or delete any of them because this user, new user, hasn't written any of them. Jay has written them, so this user can't delete any of these posts. But a contributor can certainly create his own posts or her own posts. But you see that there's no publish button here. Instead it says submit for review. We also can't change when this post is being published. We can preview it save it as a draft, add it to categories and tags, but we can only submit this for review. And as soon as that's happened, somebody higher than the contributor can then put the post live. So right now, if we go back to posts, we have one post by the contributor, which is pending. So those are my posts, the new user posts. And I can also have a look at all posts. And with this post, I can then trash it and quick edit it and so forth. So all the options that I've shown you in the editing posts and pages video. But I can only do that with my posts, not with anybody else's posts. And that's what, that's what makes this such a safe multi-user environment. The author has a few more options. So we now have access to media and uh, that means we can upload images to the WordPress website, something that the contributor could not do. He could only add text to it. And the author can now hit the publish button. So author is the lowest role or capability that's needed to publish posts. Subscribers and contributors cannot publish posts. They can, contributors can write posts, but only authors or above can actually publish them. And now we also have the possibility of changing the post date and the status. Well, the status is currently pending review, so we can now put it back to draft and say, actually, this needs to go back to the drawing board if you're editing something like a news blog. Or you can hit publish, and then the public will be able to see it. But the way the hierarchy works is that if we look at all posts, there's mine, which is now the, the author, so I can now trash the contributor's post here, but I can't trash or edit any of the administrator posts. So that's how this hierarchy works. An author can edit his own posts, but not anybody's posts who are above him. And of course, there's no way to change the layout of the website or add plugins or anything. Those options are still missing here for a very good reason. And then there's the editor. The editor is a very powerful role because the editor will be able to delete everyone's posts. So it's a fully fledged editor who can put things live. Uh, this post by the contributor can publish that, but he or she can also delete posts by administrators. So this is a great role for somebody who manages the content, but somebody who should not have access 
to the underlying WordPress website. So uh, still no uh, modifications to the theme or to any plugins are allowed. There are, of course, tools here. We've seen that in, in other roles. And there's comment moderation that is also possible here with editors. Uh, but there's still no management of the appearance tab or the plugins tab here in the editor role. And finally, there's the administrator, which we've seen already. He or she has access to literally everything, including the theme and plugin management. Let me show you how to change a user role if you want to upgrade or downgrade someone, promote them or demote them. Let me log out first and log in as me again. Because I am the administrator, I can head over to users, all users. And here's new user. I'll just tick that box. I can also tick multiple users if I wanted to. And on the top here, change role to subscriber. I can very much demote that user at the click of a button. So even if that user is currently locked in and refreshes or clicks anywhere in the admin interface, those privileges will all be gone and this user is now a subscriber. Likewise, just do that again and make him an author. And there we go. And if I want to delete a user, either hover over this menu and hit delete here, or select the user or select multiple users and use the bulk actions menu and hit delete. If the user has posts, WordPress will offer to not delete the posts, but instead assign them to other users on the block. So very important. If we do that, and perhaps attribute everything to J, sure thing. I mean, not that the, there was only one post that was written, but this is how that works. And finally, if ever you wonder, well, if I accidentally change myself to a subscriber, which is, of course, a really bad idea because otherwise no one would have access to your WordPress blog anymore, you can sleep easy at night because that isn't possible. WordPress won't allow you to do that. If there's only a single user on your WordPress website, that is always going to be an administrator and you'll always have access to the admin functions of your website. That's users, roles, and capabilities. In the next video, we're going to discuss the comments feature of WordPress. Mm -hmm.